All around the world, poverty is stealing choices from kids. It's time to give those choices back. Introducing Chosen, World Vision's new invitation to sponsorship. For the first time, kids have the power to choose their own sponsors. Now the choice is theirs. The choice to take hold of their future. And even the choice to step into a life-changing relationship with you. Learn more at worldvision.org slash chosen. Cameras and computers and bullshit making your life easier. <laughs> no, it is not. Watch Hey everybody, it's uh, March 28th in America, and as you're hearing this, uh, and we'd like to welcome you to Podhell Media's flagship podcast, Utah Outcast. Uh, the only show around dedicated to giving you news from the firebrand anti-theist perspective, public jeering of insane right-wing figures, and great discussion with those in the atheist world. Uh, we're a very much uncensored and unabashedly atheist podcast coming at you from northern Utah, except for our guest tonight, uh, a.k.a. the land of Zion. Uh, if you've just found us, we're glad to have you, but you might want to grab some headphones because this will offend those with frail sensibilities, uh, considering we use just about every conjugation of the word fuck that we can. Uh, so if you at any time want to get in touch with anyone on the panel, do so via email. That's mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can also contact us anytime via voicemail or SMS at 347-669-3377. Or if you'd like to have words, it's dip now derp. There you go. Uh, for everything else, there's always our social media. You can find us through Twitter, Facebook, Pinterest, Instagram, and YouTube as Utah Outcasts. And if you guys find yourself enjoying the show, make sure you leave us a five-star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker... Uh, Google Play, or any other aggregator that you catch us through. And if you're one of our subscribers on YouTube, thanks for tuning in. And uh, we'd love it if you give us a comment or a, a thumbs up or something like that because, you know, we're just a horse for attention. And speaking of attention, we did get a new review from our listener, uh, Pirate Heather, who had the following great things to say about us on iTunes. She says, I listen every week. Five stars. Uh, I subscribe to a lot of podcasts, so it's easy for me to stop caring about some of them. But I haven't stopped caring about Utah Outcasts. I love all of the segments, even though I even love it when Felicia inserts cheese into seemingly unrelated topics, which she does, but she's not here tonight. Uh, it's interesting how many things are influenced by cheese. The guests from other podcasts have helped me find more stuff to listen to, too. Thanks for keeping me entertained. Thank you so much, Heather. We appreciate the kind words. Uh, let's go ahead and get to the panel for tonight. Joining me on the panel this episode is a very tired Kyle Steenblick, movie critic and prolific geek from WatchPlayRead.com. And filling in for Felicia, who's out watching Batman versus Superman with the Democratic Party tonight. <laughs> no damn Democrats. Is uh, Landon Campbell. Welcome, guys. Hello. So joining us from the taint region of Utah's perineum, we have uh, Anthony Charles from Around the World of Whatever podcast, which you can also find on podhell.com. Uh, we're going to get into Anthony's story in the third segment of tonight's episode. But first, let's find out what everybody's been up to for the week. Kyle... Let's start with you, because I'm going to pick on you, Mr. Panelist. Oh. Uh, I heard you've been having a pretty busy week so far. So far, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the, this week was uh, two movies, My Big Fat Greek Wedding 2 Blech. and Batman vs. Superman. 
No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go watch it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> They're both uh, probably about on equal footing. About as as far as how good they actually are. No. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Explosion-y Batman beating up people thing. Is, it's got to be better than, hey, what are you doing? You know. <laughs> I spray you with Windex. Hey, oppa. You know. It's a little better. bit. A little bit. Oh, it, it's on. it's marginally it's at marginally at least better. for Affleck at least I mean no one gives uh, a shit about Henry, Henry Cavill but <laughs> oh wait but I heard Wonder Woman's badass in it, so Wonder Woman is badass in this movie it's it's a decent it's a decent movie it's a little disappointing but it was that's mostly just because it's it's a I think pretty it's because Snyder it's doesn't know how to pretty, fucking edit it's a pretty big mess yeah <laughs> yeah they just they tried to put all the things in the in this movie yeah just imagine the uh, the home release is going to be thirty minutes longer. Yeah, it's it's going to be longer and probably a little more messy. More racy, too, I heard. So. Yeah, that's what they say. So I'm looking forward to that. So Yeah, that's going to be good. And then the uh, the past two days have been all, all convention. Yeah, as you guys have been hearing this, we're recording this on a Friday, which is mid-convention right now. So Kyle's got his busiest day tomorrow on a Saturday. Yeah. And mm-hmm. me and my family are staying very clear of Salt Lake. not because i don't enjoy this stuff but because i just know how much of a fucking snarl it is trying to go downtown this time of the year it's it's been it's been busy um but it's been good so far friday was a was a pretty good day talked to a lot of cool people uh met a lot of really nice people i've been been looking forward to meeting i'm sure you're saving some of these for your highs and lows for later in the show i'll save i'll save some of these for my for my highs and lows yeah awesome uh yeah but i did uh you know, had had a nice chat uh, Friday and today with uh, with our friend, our mutual friend Chad Harden. Oh, hey, how is Chad doing? Chad's doing really, really well. He's he's keeping busy. Uh, he has a he has something new he's not allowed to talk about again. Oh, seriously? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he's got another new he's got an, another new project uh, coming down the pipe. So that'll be that'll be interesting. To, to find out i'm sure we'll be bugging him for details there <laughs> <laughs> i uh just a couple of few hours ago finished up my first panel of the of the convention oh you didn't have a friday panel oh today's friday I didn't, shit. Yeah, thursday yeah, I sorry didn't, i didn't have a thursday panel no thursday panels that's good so so thursday was a was a good just kind of walk around say hey to people and and look at stuff day <laughs> which is good you need one of those and the first day of the convention is a good one for that yeah, especially since everybody still has most of the good stuff. Mm-hmm. Not completely sold out yet. Yep, not completely. Um, but yeah, tomorrow I've got two panels, two panels left, uh, one of which I will be moderating. So that's going to be fun. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Moderating is not, not as fun as everybody thinks it is. <laughs> no, no. Actually, no. I don't know if anybody thinks moderating shit is fun. Uh, only people who have never moderated anything. <laughs> Especially crowds. <laughs> yeah. Doing a podcast, one thing, but when you have live people heckling you, it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's yeah. always that one geek. There's always that one asshole geek in the crowd that tries to do a gotcha to do the whole one one up and geeks geeksmanship thing that they. Oh it, do. yeah, every every single time. Yep, it happens. What do you and, think of this thing? I'm like, well, I, I don't know much about this. Well, that doesn't mean that means <laughs> you're not an expert in certain things. The easiest, like, oh, the easiest way, the easiest way to deal with those guys is to just completely defuse them by agreeing. Yep, you're right. Moving on. I've had sex. Have you? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. You make a very good point. We're going to completely ignore you now. 
We're going to defang you as hard, as hard as we can, as quick as we can. <laughs> so, uh, Anthony, Landon, what have you guys been up to for the week? Anything fun, either one of you guys? Uh... Well, <laughs> <laughs> had an extremely long week of thousands of people. This little town is just overflowing. It's horrible. Jeep safari. <laughs> Lots of money to be made, though, but God, they kill you in the process. I can only imagine how like people in the sleepy towns around here, like when Ragnar rolls through and <laughs> like you're like out in the middle of Duchesne fucking running out there and it's just like thousands of vans and weirdos running past your house and it's like who are these people? Why do they yeah. fuck with my neighborhood? <laughs> so Landon, you been up to anything fun for this week? Uh, well, I spent some free time watching Naruto for the first time. Hey, I, I watched most of that series when I was about eight years younger. I had time to do so. <laughs> yeah, I had a little free time. And are you watching bored. the like the original, like, or did you jump to ship it in? Uh, I started it the original, finished it, and now I'm like into ship it in. Oh, okay. That's I'm a... trying to follow the whole sequence. Yeah, that's a good anime. <laughs> it's like over a thousand episodes. It's insane. Yeah, then I'll get you turned on to One Piece because One Piece is fucking <laughs> awesome, and that has. I, more... <laughs> I have seen some One Piece. Yeah. <laughs> uh, ever since that, the anytime like a shonen series like that picks up really big, like Dragon Ball Z and stuff like that, and they just run for fucking ever. <laughs> I will say one thing though about Naruto that the. the English voiceover actors are oh, terrible. No. You're watching the dub? <laughs> no, oh. I I did, I watched the original Naruto uh, oh, okay. with the dub, but then when I got to the Shippuden, then I went to the the Japanese mm-hmm. with just subtitles. the subtitles. Yeah. And it's way better. It's thousands of times <laughs> orders of magnitude <laughs> better just Yeah, if any time that I can watch something with the uh, with subtitles, I'd rather do it that way. Like his gets... two little frog summoning companions. Oh, yeah. On the English version, one of them sounds like he's from Brooklyn, and the other one sounds like he's from, like, Kentucky or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, different Japanese dialects don't translate well into um, into uh, American anime voices and stuff like that. There's a, there was one show that I was a real big fan of called uh, Azumanga Daio. And I know people are, like, going, oh, God, they're talking anime. <laughs> Whatever, it's my fucking show. Uh, so... And to when you have someone in Japan that's from the Kansai region versus the someone from like Tokyo and stuff, they have a different way of speaking. They have different dialect, and so to in order for them to emulate that on the TV show, they had the girl from the from the uh, Kyoto region have like a southern accent. And it was just oh fucking this fucking show. What are you doing, people? Don't do that. No. <laughs> Have her speak differently, but don't try to... And the actress wasn't even someone that did Southern accent very well. So it was like, put on Southern accent. It was like foghorn leghorn kind of like... <laughs> so let's see. I've been uh, I've been trying to not binge watch Daredevil. I've, I've got like eight episodes into it, and it's really fucking good. <laughs> um, having Elektra and Frank Castle on there as supporting characters has made the boring-ass character of Matt Murdock a lot better. <laughs> Because season one, he was one note man. <laughs> uh, but I, I'm probably going to yeah. catch holy hell from a lot of people on this. I like it a lot better than Jessica Jones. <laughs> but David That's Tennant okay. David Tennant was the better villain, I think. But Yeah. Uh, let's see. 
So we're going to go ahead and get into our news you missed segment for this week. Let's see. For the first thing we have here, we have a someone in uh, Omaha, uh, Millard School Board in Omaha. His name is Paul Meyer. Uh, that was kind of he, he dedicated some of their last meeting to try to rename the the quote unquote winter break that they're having at that school. Mm-hmm. He tried to rename it to Christmas break. What? And so his uh, his his proposal like garnered a lot of sympathy, but no support from the fellow board members. Uh, he made his proposal during a prior discussion to the adoption of the 2017-2018 calendar, whatever. Um, he, he had disappointment the administration had not labeled the break on the calendar for 25th of December through whatever as Christmas break. He said, and this is his old man, cantankerous quote, I'm a little bit tired of, uh, of a minute minority in this country that keeps pushing Christmas out, keeps pushing God out, and keeps pushing Christ out. When the majority is still a Judeo-Christian country. Anytime I hear somebody say Judeo-Christian, I just com- mm-hmm. completely just go, you watch too much Fox News, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You do not know what you're talking about. No, no, you, he doesn't. Jews and Christians should not like each other. <laughs> you <laughs> really shouldn't be holding hands and everything. <laughs> yeah, no. It, it, I don't think they even understand what majority really means. No. And, you know, the fact that we don't live in a society where majority rules. This is not a democracy, pretty much. This is a republic. <laughs> yeah. We're a constitutional republic. It's not a complete <laughs> democracy. It's not not might makes right or, you know, I have the most votes, I win. No. Mm-hmm. No, there, there's rules in our constitution that's set up to keep people from being fucking pushed around by people like you, you big bully. Mm-hmm. So he had something else to say. He said, I would like to make a motion that we rename this period Christmas break. And those atheists who don't like it can crawl back into their hell holes. Because I, for one, will not put my Lord, my God aside for a few atheists. And if they don't like it and the ACLU doesn't like it, then to heck with them. Wow, you went to cussing. Yeah. <laughs> Heck. heck, you said hellhole a minute ago, and now you're saying heck. <laughs> I, I like the hellhole that I live in. It's quite comfortable. Uh, yeah, Clearf- I, Clearfield's not that bad. I mean, my neighborhood's getting to be pretty shitty, but it's not like it's terrible. Not like I got to move next week or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I don't know if I'd call this a hellhole, but no, it doesn't really resemble resemble a hole too no, much. I, I mean, I've got a nice lawn. <laughs> I, I do a lot of work on it. I mean, it's not a, it's not hellish. <laughs> There's a surprising lack of fire. A surprising lack of demons crawling around on yeah. the on the ground. You know, pools of blood, I, all that. Fun I've been stuff. I've been meaning to I've been meaning to upgrade. So, like, let me get the uh, let me get the demons out. Let me go get the summoning Le Marchand box and start playing with it. <laughs> and maybe we can get Pinhead to come out here and decorate the front of the house. That'd be great. He's great at doing walkways, I heard. <laughs> so his his motion uh, didn't pass. So none of the board members present uh, seconded the motion. So he was left there with his motion just hanging out. It's like he had his dick out in the air. <laughs> and then nobody nobody on the on the board like seconded his motion. And then it failed. And so the, the board subsequently adopted the calendar that they had set up with a three-to-one vote. Uh, without naming a specific name for the break, I can get. I bet you, you can guess who voted no. <laughs> so he got all sorts of fucked up on that one. It's funny as hell. 
the warrior for Christmas. Oh, yeah, we got the hashtag cruise sex scandal going on right now. So the Zodiac Killer is also a gigolo, apparently. <laughs> and National Enquirer, as much as a tabloid as they are, they've been right on a lot of <laughs> po- political sex scandals before. So Yeah. Well, that's this is what they do. Well, the, the the funny thing is, is like, uh, there's other news agencies out there that are, that are like putting out on Twitter, like, "Oh, I hate being scooped." Like, meaning mm-hmm. they had the story, they just didn't yeah. publish it yet. Yeah, yeah. It, this is it's not actually news to a lot of people in a lot of agencies. Yeah, <laughs> and and you know, uh, Donald Trump's current spokeswoman, uh, Katrina Pearson. Uh, mm-hmm. appears in the published report suggesting that she was one of the alleged mistresses, mm-hmm. which is probably why she works for Trump now and not Cruz. So in addition to Pearson, there are uh, two other women in the photos. They haven't identified everybody. One of them is potentially a uh, former Carla, Carly Fiorina staffer mm-hmm. and uh, a former Cruise communications director. So just about anybody that goes to work for him, he just he just oozes his way onto him and touches him with his tentacles and you know, i i don't know i don't understand how that works i it's just it, that boggles my mind well you see with the voice that i have like this uh i totally just get laid all the time <laughs> i don't see that unless he's using bill cosby tactics i just can't i i don't know maybe maybe he threatens to keep talking to them if they don't sleep with him <laughs> now if you do not let me put my dick inside you i will i will just filibuster your pussy all night long <laughs> that works on lots of levels i like that joke <laughs> uh, we could keep going on, but you know, I oh, we we already it's... knew that Ted Cruz was not going to be the nom- nominee, and so I think this is just going to make it even more so. I, but that leaves Kasich, Kasich versus Trump. I no, uh, I... they're, they're the brokered convention thing is going to be fun. They keep saying, "Oh, we're probably not going to do that. We might not do that." No, they're going to do it. It's going to they're be... going to do it, and they're going to fuck over Trump, and he'll run as an independent, and it'll be just all sorts of fun. Fun, 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 fun. <laughs> or they might just be stuck with Trump. I don't think they will. I don't think they'll go with it. I, it, I they, they would be stupid see. not to because that's about the only unifying thing they've got going on right now. I, we'll see. We'll see what happens when they get to convention. They have to bring uh, Dick Cheney out of hiding and make him who like, they, make him yeah, the vice president again. Yeah, it all it's all going to depend on who they who they decide to prop up. Yeah, that's true. Because they uh, don't, they don't technically need to prop up. If they go to a brokered convention, they don't need to go with who's currently running. No, they could be Paul Ryan for all they we know. They could nominate anybody. Romney again. Oh man, watch your mouth, no Romney. I don't want Romney. <laughs> God, Romney about to be an office. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> Him and his binders full of women. <laughs> So uh, since we're talking about Trump supporters and everything, Sarah Palin <laughs> is uh, filming a pilot episode for a, a TV courtroom show oh, similar to Judge Judy. <laughs> and so from the, the press release of the person, the uh, the group that's doing the recording for the show, it says, move over, Judge Judy. There's a new TV courtroom judge coming to town, and it's another, none other than Rob Schneider. Oh, wait, no, it's uh, <laughs> none other than former Alaskan governor, part-time governor, I would say. She wasn't there for her whole term. God yeah. damn it. You have to actually do the whole fucking tour, I think. 
the one-time vice presidential candidate has been tapped to preside preside over a new reality court show that pe- that would premiere next year. She signed a deal in February with Montana-based production company Warm Springs, a source close to to mm. the process tells People magazine. It's a production deal, the source explains. What happens next is she'll meet with stations, make a pilot, and sell it. So I don't, I don't want to see a Sarah Palin TV show. Kardashian, without the porn. So if Sarah would show her ass, maybe a little bit more, I bet you she would get, she would get the, she would whip up the right in a frenzy right there. She needs to be in like a sexy lingerie type job fit. That would work. I might watch it then. Oh, if they would, if they could just get Liz Lemon to do it. I mean, um. Shit, what's her real name? I forgot her name. Tina Fey. Tina Fey. There you go. Yeah. Have her stand in for, on Nail and Palin. <laughs> oh, gross, X. But that a lady on the show. You guys are sexist. Yes, okay, kind of. <laughs> Just being fun here. Uh, let's see. What else do we have that's going on? Oh, yeah, there was that another fucking terrorist attack in the in Europe thanks to mm-hmm. uh, thanks to ISIS once again who have to come into a somewhat peaceful country that hasn't been doing all sorts of crazy shit against ISIS and, you know, blowing up civilians because that's what people do from, from Syria, apparently. And just actually a couple of days ago, maybe a week ago, there was a bombing in, in uh, Istanbul. Another one in Istanbul, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 And there's been five bombings in Ankara, the mm-hmm. capital, in just this year so far. Man. So uh, Anthony here is a kind of an expert on uh, Turkey. I mean, he's he spent the last how however long were you there? Fifteen months. Wow, that's a long time, man. Dude, I got so much stuff accomplished while I was over there. That <laughs> my my health has increased dramatically. Um, and then you come back to you know, Utah. To <laughs> well, I can, dude, I was I had one job over there. Yeah. And it was uh, 650 bucks a month. Okay, so <laughs> it was just a lot better to come back here to make better money. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> uh, so let's see. We could keep talking about that, but I'm I'm done giving Islamic terrorists any kind of recognition nowadays. Um, mm-hmm. Let's see. We've had more anti-LGBT laws coming into effect in uh, North Carolina and Georgia. But, they just... Uh, they love lawsuits so much, and but it's really great for me to see that, like the one in Georgia, particularly because they give such breaks to studios that do recording out there. I mean, we've got big <laughs> companies coming down hard on Georgia right now. Oh yeah, like yeah. the House of Mouse is is coming down on them, and you do not fucking piss off Disney. Oh yeah, just about every just about every production company that does any work in Georgia has followed suit. Yeah, AMC for one is also doing it. Um, mm-hmm. Let's NFL, see. the NFL, the NCAA, mm-hmm. the NBA, a lot of a lot of the stuff that you know people. If if it, if it was just them hating gays and nobody was saying anything about it, it would probably just keep going on. But you know, now that the world is finally mature enough to know that hey, these people are doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it only took it only took like forty fucking years for them to finally recognize this <laughs> shit. Just yeah, progress though. Uh, except for in Kansas, uh, I wanted to talk about this one specifically. Uh, Governor Sam Brownback, I hate this guy. Uh, he signed an anti-gay religious liberty bill into law. Oh, and good. so, yeah. But the the one in uh, North Carolina has to do with uh, uh, trans trans people being able to use the bathroom, and so now they're probably going to have genital checks at the door. 
man. So, but the one in Kansas, um, it protects campus religious groups from having to allow LGBT students and faculty participate as members. Uh, he Brownback called these groups building blocks of society. I hate how they just you know go religion's the building block of society or you know you know this church is the the cornerstone of this community you mean the building <laughs> where they sell them nothing and they pay a 10 of their income to it yeah thanks yeah they're they're really a backbone in this community that should be the lighthouse <laughs> that everybody goes to no no let's not do that so let's see the bill makes it legal for a for religious groups at post-secondary schools even those colleges and universities that receive taxpayer funds to discriminate against lgbt students and brownbeck says that religious liberty is part of the essence of who we are as a nation and a state lawmakers and lobbyists for the kansas catholic conference and the family policy alliance of kansas were on hand for the celebration at our founding People coming to the United States came here seeking religious liberty, and I'm pleased to sign this bill today, the Campus Religious Freedom Bill, ensuring that college students can also enjoy this bedrock American principle, that it's okay to hate other people as long as God tells you to. I added that last part. That wasn't him at all. <laughs> if you just keep revising history, eventually people will think it's true. Well, we have we have we have history revision coming up in our fun with real audio in a couple of oh, minutes, but goody. Uh, because we have uh, one of my favorite guys uh, making it on. I, I'll, we'll we'll get to there in a few minutes. But that's about all I really had for news. Anybody see anything else that they wanted to bring up this week? Uh, nothing, nothing terribly big or interesting. But then I haven't re had much of a chance to to look at stuff. Go yet. to go through anything that's happened in the, the past week. There was a uh, interesting picture being sent out about, and I'm going a little bit geek reference here, but Luke Besson is working on a new sci-fi movie, mm -hmm. and I'm fucking excited because he made Fifth Element, and for all of its ills, that movie is one of my <laughs> favorite fucking movies of all time. Oh, yeah, Luke 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 Besson is constantly working on something. Yeah, I he's mean, got he's got so much stuff going on out there. I think he's got a sequel to that movie with the the uh, what the hell is her name. Yeah, I'm, I'm blanking on names hard tonight. The uh, <laughs> the lady that played Lilu, I can't remember what her real name is. Oh, yeah, yeah. see that lady, the one that played Joan of Arc, <laughs> the one that mm -hmm. played in uh, the Resident Evil movies as Alice. Mm -hmm. You know the every I know all of her character names. I can't remember her name though. <laughs> yeah, Mila Jovovich. M Mila. Yeah, Mila Jovovich. Uh, the one where she like became super smart. Mm -hmm. Oh, wait, that wasn't her. That was um shit. What the hell? Black Scarlet. Widow, Scarlett oh, Johansson. Scar Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Lucy. Yeah, Lucy. I heard he's <laughs> making a sequel to that. I don't know how, but he's could, planning it. So. Could be interesting. Uh, that's all I got for news. So we're going to cut to break real quick, and we will be right back with our fun with real audio. So catch you guys in one second. Hi, this is Dan, Ryan, and Matt with the Godless Revolution podcast. We've had a lot of great guests on this show. Such as Russell Glasser, Dan Errol, Brian Fields, David Silverman, Doug Mesner, a.k.a. Lucian Greaves, and Joey Kirkman, whom we love a lot. We've also had a lot of really cool local guests. And we're a podcast that likes to fight for the separation of church and state and against anti-skepticism of all kinds. You should give us a listen, because if you don't, you're going to be really sad. Make your ears happy. Listen to the Godless Revolution podcast. Okay, so we're back from break, and we're going to go straight into the uh, fun with real audio. We're going to let this one go probably a little bit longer, only because that last segment was so short. Uh, first up, 
I have one of the... I, I feel honored to play this clip for you guys. Because first, it's Alex Jones. But you guys won't believe who he's talking to. He's talking to fucking Pastor Manning. <laughs> Alex Jones and Pastor Manning. The semen, the lattes, you know. Oh, I watched... <laughs> you know, the, the, the same guy's like, well, the blood is... is wait, no, he said, what is, the semen is the cream of the blood. So you got a, this, <laughs> this guy that is just so crazy about dick. It's just not even funny. <laughs> and I don't. There's not a problem with that, you know. We have no issue with people that want penis, but the people that like tried to shut it out and be like, "No, that's evil and it's terrible." <laughs> Bring it by later, please. Nom nom. He's nom, the nom nom. The poster child of homophobia. Yeah. So he's talking. So Alex Jones is talking to this guy, and they're going to be talking about President Obama, of course, because you know. Everything his is his fault. Everything's Obama's fault. Everything, literally, fucking everything. So here we go. Oh wait, let me. It'd probably help if I turn the volume up. Doop, 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 doop. This is my first time doing this segment. <sighs> Dummy. He bashes Christians. That's almost the- like a vampire because I forgot he'll <laughs> never be seen with a cross around him. <laughs> what is it? <laughs> what do you vampire. think? Crosses, crosses don't stop vampires. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Do these guys have any evidence of vampires at all? I mean, I bet you Alex Jones does. Well, have you looked at him? <laughs> well, yeah, he's a pasty white dude that probably eats little children. But <laughs> I'm an evil son of a bitch, and I just love to eat kids. Bring him by. <clears throat> I want my baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> he's a vampire. He will not. I mean, a cross. Will will actually bring him to his knees, so he has to cover it covered up. I was so put out when Notre Dame did that. Going back, you remember when he they they did that, that happened going back a year ago, uh, not a year ago, but several years. I've ago. forgotten. <laughs> not a year ago. I mean, lots of years ago. I mean, like maybe a hundred. And you know, Obama wasn't alive back then. You know, I I have no idea what the fuck they're talking about with I Notre no Dame idea. covering up a cross. I I heard about somebody on their knees. Well, yeah, Manning's mm-hmm. talking about Obama on his knees. That's the way he likes his men, probably. <laughs> Where did the vampire thing come from? Uh, saying that he won't be taking uh, having a picture with a cross near him or something like that because it'll make him a vampire or something. I, I don't uh, know. That's not how it works. No. That, no. Or are they trying to say, like, oh, if he sees a crucifix, he's going to go <laughs> and like act like it's burning him or something? I I don't know. There's crosses everywhere. And it's not even religious symbols that we're talking about. I mean, they're just fucking no everywhere. Kidding. It's a geometric shape, you dummies. It's a fucking lowercase t. <laughs> Why is do, they think, like... do they think vampires can't read? And I, I've always loved that the, the religious people that wear the crosses on them, it's like... Mm-hmm. You know, if like if if Jesus was like killed by like a Kalishnikov, you'd be wearing an AK around your neck, right? You, you, you guys don't see. Yeah. I, I like what if he was what if he was hanged? Would you be wearing nooses everywhere, or if he was beheaded, would you wear a guillotine on your shirt? Or I mean, I don't well, know. Not only that, but the traditional cross, the lowercase T. That's not even what Romans used to crucify people on. Yeah, it was yeah. uppercase T's, wasn't it? <laughs> Either uppercase T's or sometimes or like a triangle. Or an X. Yeah, mm-hmm. like an X would be most more appropriate. Yeah. 
Fucking idiots. <laughs> I think they stole that from like some symbol for a sword. And they probably stole it from you guys have to listen to Tucker Drake and yeah, the mm-hmm. atheist in the trailer park. He'll he'll learn you something about the, the origins of Christ and the the crucifixions. <laughs> like there were actually like crucified birds and shit that they would do back then as like symbols of the sun sun god and everything and sacrificial lambs and everything. It's like mm, I'm seeing a lot of confluences here. Look at stuff going on. It's just they crucified everything. They crucified everything that they could. Be like, oh, look, it's holy. Like, no, you're <laughs> just fucking crazy. You're no. Most other people are doing wonderful shit with their life. What are you doing? <laughs> and hey, down in South America, this weekend they'll be crucifying real people. Oh yeah, it's going to be oh, going yeah. on to the Philippines and mm-hmm. <laughs> all sorts of places where they go. Oh, this is bringing me closer to God. Ow, this hurts. Ow, oh, this is what <laughs> God felt. This is what Jesus felt. No. Okay, if your supreme being actually did that to himself, he's into S and M. He knew it was coming, and you know, it's like, oh man, I can't wait to save the world. I can't wait. <laughs> I'm gonna bathe in the blood. Not that. No, and and Dr. Alan Keyes was out there on his knees begging people to wake up to what's going on. That you got to cover up the cross of Jesus to get this low-life piece of trash called Obama to come and speak at one of the Catholics' most leading and notorious uh, organi- uh, schools. That's most crazy, because when he goes to India, it's most... Schools. Obama is a low-life piece of trash? Who's the guy that just had his church go to auction, you fucking idiot? Yeah, he's like millions of dollars in debt. Obama's a Harvard... Professor. Yeah, he's not going to have to Senator, work. Senator, president, that's not low life. No, I mean, if anything, he rose from pretty much nothing to be one of the best presidents we've had in a while. Well, to be the most powerful person on the planet. Yeah, and he probably would have been an even better president if we didn't have the fucking GOP going, I hate them darkies. I hate yeah, them. I, yeah. I'm not going to have that N-word tell me what to do. Just. I don't see how their obstructionism isn't being called out for what it is. It's abject fucking racism. Mm, yeah. That just it pisses me right the fuck off. Yeah, even his moderate nominee for the SCOTUS. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So they, I, they're I, still obstructing that. I'm waiting and, for uh I'm waiting for Obama to hit like the last like the terminal part of his thing and be like, okay, someone go ahead and nominate me for Supreme Court. That'd be great. I'm still hoping it happens because that'd be fucking hilarious. I would love that. He I, would be good at it. He'd be good. He's a constitutional lawyer, so. Oh, wait, but he's a community organizer and all these other fucking things they like to bring up. Or, or anywhere else, he will stand in front of any other religious symbol but the cross, and they do cover it up everywhere. Wow, that is that is such a message that he doesn't want to be seen worldwide with that image associated with him. That is unbelievable. What are we going to do about we're talking about the same guy that ends every speech with a "May God bless you and God bless America" kind of thing, and he yeah. he talks faith all the time. He talks religion all the time. Even if he's putting on a show, he is kind of he's invoking your guys' stuff more than someone like I would. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then again, I have no desire to lead anything beside a, a podcast from Utah <laughs> and websites and stuff. But whatever, shut up, people. Christians in America that allow that to take place, who feel coward, a cowed rather, into allowing him to do that. Hands are tied. We're just helpless. Uh, freedom of spree- uh, spree- spreech. Freedom of spreech. 
a coward, a, ca- a ca- cowed. A cowed in the freedom of speech. Man, this guy is a fucking piece of work. Such he speaks for a living? Layers upon layers of just fucking crazy on this man. Uh. Just, I I see people like Alex Jones, and I think I've brought it up on the show before, and I, and I see people like Pastor Manning and everything, and I'm like, these guys get paid. Mm-hmm. Paid. Like, really well paid to talk. Why the fuck can't I get something like that? I mean, but maybe because I'm not going crazy. Maybe I'm not saying crazy shit. You gotta get crazy with it to get people to pay you for it. Oh man, just I, mm-hmm. I I I don't know how some of these people just bullshit their way into like paychecks. I I don't understand how they have they don't have the um the fortitude or should I say the uh, the 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 gumption to like turn down stuff for lying to people for a profession. I just don't. But then again, I bet you some people listening to this that would be like, "Oh, you atheists, you're just burning yourself straight to hell. You guys are a bunch of liars." Well, we did get that one review. What did he say? He's like uneducated oh, on nearly any topic or something like that. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <sighs> okay. Oh, and just as biased or something like that. Whatever, yeah. dummy. So, uh, so I think I think I found what they're talking about. Okay, this is from 2009. Holy shit! That's like one year up. one year into his presidency. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it's it's they're, no wait they're that would have really been it, it would have it would have been not even it would have been his first year of his presidency because it didn't happen until January, mm-hmm. right? And and they did the the White House staff asked for, uh, uh, asked for not not just the Ridley symbols but the school uh, emblems and and symbols uh, to be uh, covered uh, for his for his speeches. Yeah. Where he was giving his speech because they didn't they didn't want those things in the background while he was speaking because they didn't want anything distracting there. Yeah, you know, having so that, they, that dour picture of Jesus in the background when someone's trying to talk yeah. about good stuff in the country. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just they just wanted they wanted to, they wanted just like an all black backdrop, but it wasn't their backdrop wasn't big enough, <laughs> so they so they had to go. A little bit beyond what they actually covered up was a gigantic crucifix with Jesus on it, and Catholic Jesus little... is like ripped Jesus, and he's like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was, uh, it, it was, it would have been a little, little distracting. So they they didn't want to disturb anybody. <laughs> but th- these guys are bringing up something from almost almost eight years ago. Mm-hmm. Like it's brand new. God damn mm-hmm. it, people! And we're commenting on them. Yeah. Freedom of religion means that separation of church and state means that as Christians we shouldn't challenge him. Well, I was about uh, to say I've never worn jewelry other than a watch, but I'm—I just feel moved the last year or so to get a small cross and start wearing it around my neck, just because the enemy hates it so much. Why does the enemy hate that symbol so much? Who's the because enemy? Because it's the most powerful I'm, I'm the symbol. Enemy. In all of the known universe, you can go from planet. Okay. You can go from planet to planet. Oh man, the, it is just, the most powerful symbol in all of the universe. I think pi really? would be a more powerful symbol, or you know, a, a triangle is a more powerful symbol. It's, it's I, not a symbol to anybody. It's not a symbol to anybody outside Christianity. No. It's a lowercase t to people that know English, and for everybody else, it's two lines converging. (laughs) Something that somebody was murdered on. At the planet, from star to star, from galaxy to galaxy, and the cross is it, Alex. 
wow, this guy's fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, he is. Well, and he Alex knows. Alex Jones pandering right to him is like, I've never worn anything but a watch, but I'm thinking about getting a cross and wearing it around. No, why don't you just go ahead and get it fucking tattooed on your face? Why don't you just go ahead and go to that <laughs> level, you fucking idiot? Man, what the fuck is wrong with some of these people? Honestly. I, I, I don't know. See, I got one right here. Can y'all see it? Hey, look here. I got it right here. I'm wearing a cross right here. It's on a little chain on my vest, but I'm wearing no, that's coming out of your dick. <laughs> He's got one of those piercings that that goes through the the spongy osum, and then or Prince Albert. Yeah, <sighs> and he's got a long chain attached to it. He probably likes to swing it around. He likes to make it do helicopter movements. I bet. Gross. Alex, go get one. It's power. <laughs> I, I like to see Obama. If I first thing I do, I'd, I'd flash him. I'd have my. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great place to pause right there. <laughs> First thing I'd do is I'd flash him. Phrasing. Obama, I don't think Obama wants to see your dick, man. I honestly don't think so. <laughs> you want to see my Dick Chain? Dick Cheney. Dick Cheney. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. Back in clothes, you know. If I came into his, if I came into his presence, I'd have my jacket closed. Then when I came up to him, I'd flash open my cross. Well, I'm talking. <laughs> said cross, right? Cross. <laughs> I don't know. People about how the flies are always landing on him. People leave it inside the White House. And I talked to another prominent person. And they said, no, there's something really evil about Obama when you're in his presence. Have you ever been in his presence? No, never. No, I, I, I boycotted him when he came to Harlem. I was just a door or two away from him across the street. When he came to Harlem at the Red Rooster, I door or two away from him, across the street from him. Like <laughs> you are a block away, dude. That's that. Don't don't pretty it up the way. Your name is not Joe Dierte. It's dirt. <laughs> Own it, <laughs> dummy. The boycott. Our church was out there in mass numbers boycotting him. But that's the closest I've ever been to the to the creep. The creep, man. I, I they're just so disrespectful. I, I haven't never heard of any any anybody. Talk about any president the way that they've talked. The the extreme right has talked about Obama. I've heard some stuff it, about Clinton, but it never even was that bad, you know. I don't think he's it's, done that bad of a job. Honestly. No, he hasn't. No, That's he the hasn't. thing. And I, uh, I, I don't understand why people hate him so much, and the whole uh, they're taking guns and this and that. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> I have I love guns. I hunt frequently. <laughs> Well, at least you have a use for it, you know, instead of just be like, look, here's my dick. <laughs> here's my here's my <laughs> penis extension. He's like, well, sometimes maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, okay, so we're going to move into my next, my one of my favorite guys. I mean, it was great getting Alex Jones and those guys. But we also have uh, Brian Fisher, who is going to rewrite some history. This is the clip I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Here we go. And what it made me think of is back when... 9-11 happened. George Bush, if you remember, he's reading a children's book in yeah. an elementary school. Yeah. And an aide comes up and whispers in his ear that the towers have fallen. I think he said something about the second tower being hit, I think, if I remember right. And it wasn't a, like, he came up and told him something, like, that he was there for a second. It was, like, literally two seconds that he said something to him, and then he went mm -hmm. away. Yeah, he and probably Bush said Hail Hydra. Probably. <laughs> finished reading the chapter for like another 15 or 20 seconds. 
Mm-hmm. And he was just lampooned for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was not 15 to 20 seconds, and he didn't finish the chapter and run out, <laughs> pulling his shirt open to reveal a Superman symbol on his chest. No. He sat there for like eight or nine minutes. Mm-hmm. That's why he was lampooned, because instead of getting on his feet and, you know, f- like doing something the president should have done, he sat there and going, oh, fuck, what's going on? <laughs> oh, man, guys. Well, he really wanted to know how the story ended. How did the goat get home? <laughs> <laughs> it took him that long to finish the book. <laughs> Man, I think that's about. I think that's about all. Brian he should have got up. What kind of president would do that? And again, I go back to that Bush thing. You know, the kind of heat that he took for not immediately closing that book. I mean, he just finished out the paragraph instead of chapter. Now it's paragraph. Oh, okay. You know, that's how these guys do it. They they do the constant <laughs> switching and making it a little bit shorter, a little bit shorter. He finished that sentence. He finished that word. He finished that syllable. You know? mm-hmm. He finished that intonation. Like, okay, no, no, no. Finished out the chapter, just a few seconds, maybe 30 seconds, and then politely excused himself, and he left. And he just got blistered. He got blistered. No, he got blistered because he sat there like a deer caught in the headlights for a, like a goodly like eight minutes i think and so quit trying to rewrite fucking history brian fisher seriously man oh jesus let's see who else do we have lined up for the we have oh good old glenn beck you guys want to hear some glenn beck don't you yeah. oh yes and since yes. We, were, we were talking batman versus superman apparently even glenn beck has an opinion on this shit oh good a wrong opinion of course but still Superman and and Batman would never fight. <laughs> uh, wrong. Has he never read the com? I mean, obviously he's never read That's, comics because dude, they he, they fight all the time. You know, yeah, and Dark Knight, Dark Knight Returns was like eighty nine mm-hmm. or something like that. Yeah, because because it still had Reagan as president in the book. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it was it was in it was the in the middle of the. Not in the middle, but yeah. near the end of the Cold War. That's that was mm-hmm. one of the major plot points. And Batman joins the Justice League, not to mm-hmm. like be a good, be a good guy and be a part of the team or anything like that. He realizes that it's handy to have the, these people around, but it also mm-hmm. keeps him close to Superman. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, there's even comics going on and on and on about. Um, how Batman has got contingency plans on how to stop every every member of the Justice League if they were to go rogue. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. He he doesn't like Superman in the comics. I mean, they they get along, but I mean, even when you read stuff that's just uh, like one shots, like Kingdom Come, he still mm-hmm. doesn't like Clark. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because they are fundamentally different types of heroes. Yeah. Batman will beat the shit out of somebody, leave leave broken bones and twist fingers and stuff like that. He'll do everything but kill. And Clark's the fucking Boy Scout. <laughs> <laughs> Though uh, apparently, hope, hopefully, he carries on from his snapping Zod's neck in the next movie. I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna find out this find out tomorrow. <laughs> but so Glenn Beck says Superman and Batman wouldn't fight. You you dummy! Come on, they of course they would. <laughs> Right. They wouldn't. I don't. I mean, my son. And neither would Captain America and Iron Man. Never. Uh, (sighs) God damn it, people. They're they're talking like they they know this kind of thing. Like, you guys are civilians. You need to stay out of the geek realm because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. 
if you would read <laughs> Civil War, I've got a copy of it on my shelf over here. There's very good reason for them to do this, and there's very good reason in the movies coming up. Uh, you Su know, superheroes fight each other all the time. That's you know, that's that's it, it would be boring do. as shit if it didn't have that. <laughs> Man, never. And and you know what this is? The reason why these these morality plays are winning right now at the box office is because they are morality plays. These are the Ben Hurs of our generation. No, I haven't seen any chariot racing. I haven't seen any of that. Gladiator, but that was not racing. <laughs> well, that that you owe everything in that one to Ridley Scott, I think at least. And even that movie was still disjointed as fuck. <laughs> these these are these not are, morality plays. No, at all. There, there's nothing. Not even close. There's nothing redeeming in a lot of these characters. <laughs> Scott Lang and Ant Man wasn't exactly a good guy. <laughs> I mean, he loved his kid. That's about it. <laughs> uh, what else? Let's see. Let's list some other superheroes. About the about the only truly good one you can think of would be the Vision and. <laughs> he very easily could destroy the human race because he doesn't think it's necessary anymore. Mm -hmm. Man, let's see. We have uh, let's see. Iron Man, not a good guy, especially in the comic books. They didn't really. Mm -hmm. They never let him get like too genie in the bottle like they like they did in the comics where he needed alcohol. You know, they they tried to touch on that in Iron Man too, but never quite as good as they could have. Um, no, no, they wanted to tone that down. Yeah, even Hulk. Hulk is not a good guy. I mean, he destroys mm -mm. a lot of shit. <laughs> yeah. They they toned him down on the second movie, but fuck, if you watch Avengers, he he was destroying shit left and right. I'm sure that helicarrier wouldn't be easy to easy to replace. The morality good winning over evil. You the the unity of the principles of America, truth, justice and the American way. Uh, how, explain Wakanda then, because Black Panther's in this new movie coming up, and yeah, I'm sure he doesn't have to give a shit about truth, justice, in the American way. He cares about revenge and keeping his people safe. You know, ah, man, I, I just love how people that are just revisionist history folks like these people think that you can tie everything into constitutional stuff. You can tie it all into America, America. You know, everything is about fucking America. And even though it's not, it really isn't. No, it's not. <laughs> and they haven't changed them up until now. They haven't changed them from the original storylines. These are the ones that... <laughs> even the 60s wow. Batman was a huge departure from the Batman in the comics at the time. These All the, those characters, all of them, have gone through massive changes over the years massive amounts of change i i wonder what um what glenn beck would think about um when captain america or is it recently i can't remember when sam took over as captain america mm -hmm. the falcon took over yeah i'm sure he'd have a problem with that he's like oh they they can't do that or when when they made heimdall <laughs> uh played by idris elba it's like he's mm -hmm. probably one of those people like you can't have a norse god being played by a black guy that's just wrong <laughs> Well, he has he has no idea. He has no back. He has no background for this. He doesn't he, understand anything about these even, characters. I bet you, you couldn't even list more than like one uh, of the Earths in the DC universe. 
<laughs> no, I doubt he realizes there's more than one. Or he probably wouldn't even be able to go. He probably thinks there's only been one Green Lantern, and I bet you wouldn't even know the right name for him or be able to list any of the other two or, you know, at least it's anybody right. else it's, anybody else in the Green Lantern Corps, I bet you wouldn't know a single fucking one of them. It's Ryan Reynolds, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. But I'm talking like, uh, like uh, what the hell's his name? Hal uh, Jordan. No, I'm not talking Hal Jordan. I'm talking about like anybody else in the Green Lantern universe. Like, uh, you have the guy that was voiced by Nathan Fillion that was the uh, the instructor. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I can't remember his name. Uh, but there was uh shit. The uh, Abin Sir was the guy that gave Green Lantern mm-hmm. his power ring, and so yeah, it's like, come on, guys. He's not even beginning to even scratch the surface of comic book continuity or anything. He just he has no <laughs> fucking clue. He's he's <laughs> completely <laughs> out of. It's Why like. Is he- why? Why is he even talking about this? What? What is? What I think is he's. Point? I think he's pissed off that we have a movie right now where we have two of the heavy hitters going after each other, and he's like, "That's not right." To use a Kevin Meany reference again, <laughs> Batman and Superman wouldn't fight. They're friends. No, they're not. No. No. Brought us through World War Two, and that's why they're connecting. And when Batman starts to fight Superman and Captain America starts going against Iron Man, these things are going to fall apart. They're taking 2016 values and superimposing them on 1940s values. And it's going to... Uh, you know, I don't think Iron Man was around in the 40s. No, man. he wasn't. No, he was, he was not. He was, yeah, it was Tony Stark was Vietnam around that yeah. time. Uh, and, and I'm pretty sure Superman, Batman predate. Yeah. They they pretty much do it. Well, Superman was Schuster and Siegel before, yeah. or Simon and Schuster. I can't remember which one mm-hmm. it was, but uh, they the Superman was like Superman and Batman were like their own different books, and then they came together in their own universe together mm-hmm. later on. But you know, a lot of these books didn't didn't relate to each other. But fuck, I've seen I've seen a Superman comic where he's fighting Muhammad Ali. I mean. <laughs> Guys, they make these things because they're comics. You know, they're not bound by fucking any kind of, you know, restriction. I've seen comics where a guy gets his head sh- physically shoved up his own ass, you know. <laughs> this is yeah. <laughs> this is this is not reality. No. No, and trying to say that we're going to take 2016 values and we're going to destroy these old comic books. Like, what are you talking about, man? This isn't but, even our 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 particular Earth. And, well, Civil <laughs> civil War happened, like, fuck, 12 years ago or something like that. It was, like, yeah. quite a long time ago in comic book terms. Mm-hmm. I mean, shit, we just got done having, like, reboots and all this other stuff happening. And it happens, like, every two years or so. But he's trying to say, I don't understand how he thinks that we're going to destroy these characters. No, it's called marketing. You you drum up new storylines <laughs> to sell more of these things. Right. You take two of the things that people love and put them together. Yeah. Peanut butter and chocolate. Mm-hmm. Fucking Reese's. There you go. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Since uh, this is day after uh, hang a Jew day, um, you know, the... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nail a guy to a cross day or whatever you want to say scourge scourge the uh the the white guy there you go because you know every picture <laughs> i've seen of him in utah he's not not middle eastern at all 
Today's Good Friday as we're recording this, and I think Dan said something mm-hmm. great about, you know, why would they call this a Good Friday <laughs> if someone's about we're to be led to their execution, you know? Mm-hmm. We're about to be absolved from our sins. Yay! It's good. Stab him in the rib, too. Yep. <laughs> Let's Make take it his, faster. Take his clothes off. Suck his dick. Oh, never mind. Um, uh, we'll come back to that later. <laughs> we're casting, we're going to cast lots for his loincloth. Then I'm going to rub it all over my face, and we're going to call it the Shroud of Turin. Yeah. <laughs> destroy these franchises. They've got to stop. This this Superman and Batman thing, I don't even I don't even begin to understand it. And and the reason why we love to go with our families and everything else is because we trust that it is good conquers evil. Mm, what's good, no. Glenn? What's, what's good? <laughs> Define to me your version of good, and I'd probably disagree with you on many cases. Well, he thinks good literature is the Book of Mormon. Oh, yeah, we've got him talking about that for the after show for the patrons out there. You, you guys are not going to oh, miss God. this one. But so, uh, apparently, it was the stop when he was here in Salt Lake. He was talking about... I won't give it to give you guys too much, but here we go. That's why we like these. Mm-hmm. Good wins in the end. Now you're pitting good, and you're making the good guys bad guys. No, they just have bad ideas, and they've got to work them out. <laughs> the hilarious part about this is he clearly hasn't seen the movie. Yeah, because when you see Wonder Woman, Batman, and Superman standing together, for people that are DC fans, we're like, yay, the Trinity! You know, mm-hmm. And they're obviously fighting some other big bad. So mm-hmm. they they get over their shit. Mm-hmm. Has this guy never like gotten into a fight with anybody that he's loved before? No. He's never had an idea. <laughs> he's had to have had an ideological argument with somebody before, where it's a, it's a very, it's a, it's something that's so steadfast in both people's belief that there's nothing you can say or do to change it. Where you have to go, okay, we're gonna rubble, 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 and then we'll be like, okay, well, I'll choose not to be a dick to you about this if you choose not to be a dick to me about this. It's like, okay, no, I don't think he's agree. capable of doing that. No, I don't think so either. Just, what are you doing? I mean, some of the more recent hits have been a darker, uh, and I think, and they've been good. I, I've liked, for instance, yeah, but they're dark, still good on. versus yeah. evil. Yeah. Dark Knight. What that was a pretty dark movie, mm-hmm. a yeah. really dark movie. No, it wasn't. It was PG. I don't even know if it was PG thirteen because it was. I mean, maybe Harvey Dent getting burnt up and stuff, but or is he talking? No, if he's talking Dark Knight. He's talking about Bane. Dude, that was like one of the worst of the Nolan series. I, I don't know how everybody else feels about that, but I didn't like the last one. I liked the first one. I didn't like the last one very much. Yeah, Dark Knight yeah, Rises wasn't that great. And yeah, the only reason uh, the second one did any did any good is because you had Heath Ledger acting mm-hmm. his ass off as Joker. Dude, <laughs> best freaking Joker. I'm uh, I'm actually really excited to see what uh, Jared Leto is doing. I'm really well, excited to yeah, see that. We'll, we'll see. That comes this summer. Yeah, David Ayer, I, I like that guy's movies. So, mm-hmm. But Batman didn't go bad. He no, went right. super good. Yeah, He's the Dark Knight, but he's not. He stood up because the people needed Harry Dent. They needed... <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Harry Dent. <laughs> Harry Dent. I'll give you a Harry Dent right in your face, Glenn. <laughs> okay, you need to just make him stop now. Oh, <laughs> he's got like another like minute of this talking oh, about this stuff. And so no. I'm loving it because he's getting just comic shit wrong left and right. And this is a great weekend for us to talk about. <laughs> Who is Harry Dent? 
He's, like he's talking about Harvey Dent. <laughs> oh, man. And he went extra good. No, you got his ass beat, man. <laughs> They, they could, he couldn't become Two-Face. They needed him to be the hero. Mm-hmm. And so he decided to take it on himself. That's the ultimate hero. Right. So even the darkest of those was... I'm going to be the bad guy in this movie. <sighs> <laughs> we need Harvey Dent to be the good guy. <sighs> or Harry, or whatever I mean, his name I is. I need you to take Harry to Commissioner Gurdon's house. <laughs> And then we're going to go make Bit Girl show up. <laughs> and then I'm going to go fight Sumberman. And then uh, I give up. I'm going to move out of the city of Gotham any day now. <laughs> it's <a> fucking idiot. <laughs> My name. <laughs> My name is Ben Wayne. <laughs> I was on Tatooine <laughs> with my wife, Peru. <laughs> uh, I, think, I, think, I think Glenn Beck accidentally, <laughs> accidentally watched the Axel Braun version of this movie. <laughs> hey, that's actually a really good cut, though. That's a, oh, the porn version. Yay. Still, it's still a hero movie. Yes. We have no heroes anymore. Why does Hollywood want to take our heroes and destroy them? They've already done all of the real heroes. They've they've destroyed those guys. Now they're going to go and take on our super citation needed, dude. What heroes have they destroyed? Yeah, what are you talking about? He's talking about Green Lantern. Uh, yeah, yeah, because that that movie was an abortion, man. God. I mean, honestly, think about it. What movies? What characters has Hollywood destroyed? What what heroes have they destroyed? Maybe they've gone back and shown that you know. Possibly the people that we think were heroes aren't are actually more complex than just, you know, I'm good. I'm yeah. good, man. Or, I don't know. Maybe he's talking about the Fantastic Four. No, oh, man. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, that was a great movie. I liked it a lot. It's <laughs> it it's watchable, but it's bad. You know, it's it's, yeah, it's bad watchable. <laughs> well, I mean, the first two were terrible. But this one had potential. It really did have potential because I like the guy that directed it uh, before he went off the fucking deep end <laughs> and lost his chance to be in history by doing a Star Wars movie. You know, he was lined up for one of them and then they pulled that away mm-hmm. from him. But just, come on, man. Just, let's let Glenn finish. Superman and our, our, our Batman, they're going to destroy it. They, these guys cannot get out of their own way. The people in, in, in Hollywood do not understand America at all. I think they've come up with the idea of America and pretty much patented it and sold <laughs> yeah. it to you guys. Yeah, no, they, yeah. Team America would not exist without Hollywood. <laughs> <laughs> America, fuck yeah. All. And that's coming, that, that's saying something. This, this new Superman movie, which is getting hand they're saying this is an awful movie and they, they're saying it's not even a fun movie right they're, i mean they're you know it's i mean hello ben affleck uh but uh what the f- he did like air quotes too you guys didn't get to see it but he's like hey, hello ben affleck like what are you gonna tell me that the guy that made argo is not a good actor you know not a good director not a good what are you trying to say glenn he's he's, he's probably he's one of the best parts of that movie yeah, and I, every scene that I've seen in the commercials with Batman, 
looks pretty fucking convincing to me. He looks like the one from uh, the Arkham Knight series. So he, he he's a good, very good Batman. Yeah, I think and, it probably falls on its ass because you have Henry yeah. Cavill. You know, well, you're, the, the the movie's getting the movie's getting panned for good reasons. Well, yeah, but we're 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 also talking about critically panned. We're yes. not talking about audience panned because a lot of audience huh. likes it because they yes. go, "This is a superhero movie." I'm mm-hmm. not expecting yeah. it to be something else. Mm-hmm. So go and enjoy because it's two DC people duking it out. I mean, I I honestly think movies like like this one was one of the movies where like this is made for me. I can't wait. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not going in with preconceived notions about it being this wonderful retelling of the comic book because honestly, that comic book, if you go get the trade, it's boring as shit because the way that um. Oh fuck the 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 guy that did the Sin City and everything. What the fuck is his name? Um, Frank Miller. Frank Miller likes to put mm-hmm. way too much exposition in a lot of chapters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're talking about a one page of a comic, and you know comic pages aren't that big, and he'll have it split up into 24 different panels, mm-hmm. and each one has a giant fucking word balloon. Mm-hmm. So Frank Miller does not know how to do, does not know how to you know <laughs> use the medium quite so well. You, you can get more out of showing somebody something instead of being like, today in Gotham City, 32 people have died. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, no, you don't need all that shit. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> That's all I got from Glenn Beck on that one. Oh, thank uh, you. Let's see. Yeah, we're going to move on. Let's see. We are... Hey, we're doing pretty good this time. Uh, we have Jim Baker. Yay, Jim Baker. <laughs> and we only got one more after that, and it's it's a relatively short one for the next one. But... Uh, Jim Baker wants to talk about uh, Christians being gunned down, you know, because that's totally going to happen. That's happening? I don't know if you've seen Heidi Baker's vision. No. She saw America. And she saw lines for food. And they drove up in new cars or, you know, new cars. Mm -hmm. They were dressed well. And she assumed that it was suddenly yeah because their clothes were still intact and they were wearing nice clothes and she said god has warned her what the that this is going to happen suddenly in yes. america right and the rich will be standing in food lines good maybe they'll and that backs <laughs> up exactly what i've been trying to tell you be ready buy my buckets of slop and i'll give you a bonus bucket of potatoes yeah i don't know what he's talking about i stand in food lines all the time it's called the cafeteria like anytime I need to go get food, yeah, I went to Crown Burger I, tonight. I, I have was, to stand in line. I had to, to stand get in my line. food. I had to stand in line to get my burger tonight, and um, yeah, there were people that were dressed up pretty nicely. <laughs> anytime, to, anytime you go to Olive Garden, like especially around here where people think that's fine dining, you're you're bound to run <laughs> into the people that are uh, going to some sort of fucking high school dance. They're well dressed and they're borrowing mom and dad's car. So go go to a convention. You'll see some food lines. Yeah. Or you'll see food lines, you know, it's not, <laughs> not actually food. It's it's It'll sustain you, but it's not very good <laughs> yeah, for you. It's like a slop line. <laughs> I, not think the only, I think the only food that wouldn't be generating a line is his slop buckets. Yeah. <laughs> but then again, me, Kyle and I did have a working lunch a, a couple of, I, I think it was FanX of last year where we went down to Squatters. <laughs> oh, yeah. Both knock back like two or three beers and like, okay, let's go back to the convention. <laughs> Yay! It really is the way to do it, people. Go buzz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think if I go next time, I'll do the whole staying at the Monaco thing. And... <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk. Be ready. 
Are you ready to serve God if they're going to cut your head off? I will straight up. I will straight up. Spoke to me. I was supposed to start preaching it, and I I will. I will straight up deny shit if if my life is being threatened. I will lie like a motherfucker to save my life. (laughs) Do you do you renounce all the Christian stuff and chose Allah and will let you live? Yes, sir. Sure. Sure. Because my atheism is great. I don't have to. (laughs) It doesn't require me to actually believe your shit and think that okey dokey. I'm going to hell because I said no to Jesus. You know. Like I'll I'll say something in public, but then I'll (laughs) I'll do something completely different behind closed doors. (laughs) I'll say whatever you want me to say. That's fine. Yes, sir. I'll say whatever you say, sir. Yes, sir. Like all the uh, non-believers in a place like Saudi Arabia have to do. Yeah, which unfortunately, mm-hmm. yeah. Thankfully, I, I, we do live in a place where I'm allowed to be open about what I don't believe, which is weird <laughs> that I actually have to do that, you know? Yeah. You know, this atheism would not be a thing if people would just keep the shit to themselves. That'd be great, wouldn't it? You know? <laughs> but no, they're going to go out and be like, I love Jesus, and be like, I don't believe in your Jesus. Just to balance, just to balance it out a little bit. Let's get some fair and balance going on. Nobody would accept it. I, I, how are you going to tell people the church needs to be ready? Yes. Isn't the church already ready? I mean, wouldn't you think they would be? I've always they, thought that. I've always thought that with of, all the they've had a little bit of time to get ready. Uh, yeah, two thousand something years. I I don't know what like like nineteen hundred and something like that. I don't fucking know. I used to think for the longest time like they they had stockpiles of munitions in Mormon church houses out here. <laughs> I thought surely like they they open up their Book of Mormon and like converts into a pistol or something. I I don't know. I've always thought some some weird shit like that. Did we lose Anthony? Is he still here? No, there he is. Weird. <laughs> Getting weird. Little message saying Skype is having problems. Well, we get the call back. So it looks like uh, Anthony dropped there for a minute, and we'll just continue on anyway, because fuck it, the show must go on. <laughs> to have their heads cut off to say, I'm willing to die for the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There is such fear in the church. I mean fear. Not just fear of ISIS, not just fear of one thing, but fear of not being politically correct until you will be murdered if you preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. Is that right? It is. They're timid. They're, they're, and they're intimidated. It's over, people. The gospel is over in the United States of America if we're not careful. Which I, I view as a good thing. I think that shit does need to be over with. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I don't... I don't buy that there really any... that that happens. No, I... no. Just no, I. God damn it, Jim Baker! Can you get to the fucking point? We have turned our back on the Bible. We can't preach the Bible anymore. I'm I'm pretty sure you can actually. Oh, we lost we lost Anthony. Hang on one second. Oh, sorry, we're back. Hey, <laughs> you guys might notice the cameras are all different and everything because uh, we had to take a quick break because Skype decided to take a big giant steamy shit all over us. As mm-hmm. Skype usually does, you know, I, I'm sure people have had updates today because they can't go a week without releasing another goddamn update for that software. Uh, so we were talking about Jim Baker, but we were at a point where we're like at 40 something minutes into the thing. And personally, I'm done with Jim Baker. I, I don't. He's he's old as shit. and He needs to go away and he needs to quit trying to sell people buckets of shit. 
So <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, I had one from David Barton. Do you guys want to hear it, or should we move on to? Should we just move on to the third segment? Because yeah, let's hear David Barton. Let's, let's let's let him finish. Yeah. So David Barton wants to talk about welfare people. Oh wait, let me turn it. Oh, we look at the poor. Good. We show the poorest of the poor of the poor of the poor, and we think that's what the American poor is. According to data from the federal government, if you are poor in America, I I don't know what the federal government is. I don't. I have a government. <laughs> I'm sorry to be Mr. Emphasis, but you know I have a government. The, I don't have a government. No, the the government is the they're the they're the ones who secretly run things. It's the Illuminati. God damn. They're the, they're the it's the lizard people. Do you guys know what the uh, federal poverty line is? It's like twenty, it's like, like where, where they classify you if you're in poverty or not. Like twenty five thousand, nineteen thousand nine hundred and fifty dollars. I don't know. Anybody could live on nineteen thousand, even like with beans and rice, you would still be fucking dying. You know? No, when I was going to school, I lived on not much, right? And yeah. I still made nine thousand dollars, and I lived just fine. Oh, I had everything I needed. But not much else. You can do it. <laughs> it sucked, though. <laughs> it does suck compared to having a real wage, doesn't it? I mean, oh, yeah. you can do it. Yeah, but that's that's for that's for one person. That's a single person. Yeah, right. you're not talking about family and kid going to school and yeah, trying to keep a house and all that shit too. So you have more air conditioning, more television, more automobile, you have more red meat, you have more square footage of living space than the middle class in Europe. Right. That's poverty in America. Now, take that even a step further. Right now, if you're on welfare in America, there are 80 anti-poverty programs in America. Those 80 anti-poverty programs spread out over the poor, the average amount that goes through those poverty programs to those who are designated to be poor, $61,000 a year. Horseshit. If I can make $61,000 to be to be on poverty and welfare and everything like that, why wouldn't I fucking do it? Why would mm-hmm. I continue to put up with the bullshit at my job if I can make nearly as much as I currently do? Go go fuck mm-hmm. yourself, David Barton. <laughs> are you telling me the polygamists that are pulling all this shit, they're making 61000 No, they're not, goddammit. God, what a... Oh, man. The poor in America right now make more than the starting salary of a teacher in 11 states, more than the starting salary of a secretary in 39 states. And if you're in Hawaii, unless you're making a salary of over $61,000 a year, there's no reason for you to get off poverty. That's uh, bullshit. So just abjectly wrong. Wrong, wrong, wrong. That's, like it's so many yeah. cases, you know. If that's the case, uh, why does anybody work? Why? Is, so he so he's taking all of these programs. I'm he's sure he's so adding so everything he's t- together. Like yeah, one he's adding one. everything together. Yeah, not 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 counting the fact that if you are enrolled in one program, you were disqualified from others. Well, and he was talking about how the uh, you, we have more AC. That's a considered a right in this country, but you still have people that mm-hmm. don't have AC. You have more cars. Yeah, do you know how much you can get a beater for pretty goddamn cheap and it'll run for a while? But you try yeah. getting to a job without a car in the United States and it's fucking hard, especially in Utah. Fucking hell. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've only just barely gotten light rail going, which which is nice, but it still has fucking has problems. Mainly, problems mainly that it doesn't run doesn't late ever... and it 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 uh it doesn't run on the fucking weekends, but like half the time that it normally does. 
Mm-hmm. It, I don't even know if it runs on Sundays at all. I don't know if it does. No, it doesn't. In, in in the city, it does, but not. No, yeah, I'm sure tracks runs. I mean, uh, yeah, yeah, tracks runs, but not front runner. Like I couldn't hop a train yeah. to go down to Salt Lake if I wanted to have an afternoon down there and then ride the train yeah. back because it's yeah. Sunday. No, not, it's the not Sabbath Sunday. Sunday. You better even keep it. <laughs> even during the week, you've you've got a, the last train is like at eleven o'clock. Man, so dumb. It's fucking terrible. So, yeah. Hours before last call. Yeah. You know, so how dare you try to be an adult in the city? You can't be doing that stuff. That's evil. You're going to go to hell, Kyle. Don't you know this? Aren't you afraid of your salvation? <laughs> no, not really. Nope. No. Mm-mm. I don't care. I don't care. Okay. <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty much all I had until we get to our final segment. So we're going to take a, I know we just got back, but we're going to take a quick little break. Uh, I need some more water because I'm starting to get cotton mouth over here. Starting to get this white stuff showing up on the corners of my mouth, and it's kind of hard to talk. Um, so, teach you to do that too. Yeah. So, and like turning into a mad dog over here. Uh, so, we're going to be right back with a, the last segment of the show, and then we'll go to the patron show. So, uh, join us there, why don't you? We'll be right back. See you in a sec. Great. Hi, this is Trav Mamone of the By Any Means Podcast. Join me every week as I talk to activists, bloggers, and podcasters about the intersections between social justice and humanism. Go to www.byanymeans.com, that's by spelled B-I, to listen to the podcast and read my blog. Besides, aren't we all a little bi-curious? Okay, so we're back for the final segment of the show, and that's going to involve us getting in touch with Anthony over here quite in depth. So, Anthony, tell everybody about your podcast uh, around the world of whatever, which you can find on Podhill Media, which is podhill.com. Uh, but anyway, yeah, let everybody know what it, wh- who you are and why they should care. Well, um, my name's Anthony, and I have just been traveling all over the place. And since I was over in Turkey, I decided to start a podcast. And um, I try to interview people from around, you know, anywhere in the world and just get their story, I guess. Yeah, because Turkey's a giant fucking melting pot. I mean, we like to think here in America we're a melting pot, but there's a lot of shit represented uh, uh, in Turkey, you know. Oh, yeah. There's a lot. A lot. Like um, where I was living, my um, wife's mother's house. So a couple blocks away, there was a, a PKK bombing of a police station. Like it shook the whole house. The windows rattled. Jesus, you know, man. Silverware moved. What's that? I said, Jesus, man. <laughs> yeah, it was it was quite intense. And then we were just across the. Uh, the sea when the last okay so we had to stop that there for a minute because you know skype is the best fucking thing to use all the time every time every time you use it it's the best software ever made <laughs> made in soviet russia well close enough microsoft owns it nowadays so very well could be but anyway anthony was talking about how uh just down the road there was a pkk bombing of the police station there and I believe you were talking about how you guys were just across town when the the blue mosque got blown up that one time. Yeah, we we could hear the explosion. We were actually on our way to Toxum Square to meet somebody, which is very very close to that that place. Yeah, I remember seeing your videos coming along as like as shit was going on. I'm like, whoa! Like 
We think <laughs> shit goes crazy here in America, but Turkey's literally a fucking stone's throw away from Syria. So, like, my wife wanted us to go to this uh, town that was about a hundred miles away from the Syrian border, and I just like she, you know, she really wanted to go, and I just had to think about it for like probably a good day, and I'm like, look, I can't in good health say I want to go there. I mean, I want to, but it's dangerous for any American to be that close to Syria. Yeah. Cause next thing you know, somebody's like, Hey, he's white. Get him." <laughs> Actually, yeah. you, you can pass off pretty well as not white though. If I grew out my beard and got a little tan on my face and held a prayer, some prayer beads, I'd fit right in. <laughs> <laughs> so you, uh, you, did you meet your wife over there? Like when you went there or did you like, were you talking to her before you went over there? Um, so for, for people that don't know, uh, Anthony's wife, uh, I, I don't want to mispronounce her name as a Didar, isn't it? Or yes, she is, uh, she's the other half of the show that you guys do. I hear she's yes. on the show with you all, all the time. So, uh, did you meet her before you went over there or did you meet her while you were there? Um, I met her down in Moab. We, I was working at a Turkish restaurant and when she came in for a work and travel visa uh, work thing or whatever, yeah. she, Got a job there, and that's where we met. They, got, they have a Turkish restaurant. restaurant in Moab? Well, it only lasted like maybe one and a half seasons, and oh. then a whole bunch of crap happened, and it went under. I was going to say, because that, that would be very shocking to me that they actually had a diverse culture enough food establishment out that way. I, I'm, giving uh, Moab, I'm giving Moab shit because I've never been there, but like maybe twice, but... <laughs> You, you, th- you think of Southern Utah as not having the quite the sophisticated palate, you know? Right. Uh, Moab's quite diverse in that aspect. You know, I mean, there are there's Thai food, there's Chinese, there's Japanese, there's you know, there's quite a few different types of foods. Lots of American stuff, but yeah, I'm pretty sure most of that Chinese and Japanese is the Americanized. <laughs> menu as well yeah <laughs> uh so anyway give us the give us a rundown of the show you said you were you uh you talked to people that come through and we were talking about america uh about how turkey has really got a melting pot of people visiting all the time people coming through that way because a lot of people don't realize that constantinople used to be the fucking crossroads of the world at that time over there i mean very much. So. It, there was so much shit that was going on. I mean, hell, I would love to visit places in like I- Iran or Turkey and stuff like that if there wasn't the looming threat of, hey, he's an atheist, kill him, you know, or hey, he's an American. Hey, unmute, unmute, unmute I, when, your mic, the Kyle. whole time I was over there. Yeah. The whole time I was over there, I only met one person that had anything bad to say about America. Everybody else loved it. Loves everything about it. They love Obama. They love everything. So I was not afraid at all other than, yes, there could be an explosion anywhere I go. (laughs) No thanks. Kyle, what were you going to say? Your your mic's muted. Yeah, it's muted. (laughs) Maybe it still is. I don't know. I can't tell. Did he got kicked loose again? It's always third segment with your mic for some reason. <laughs> so anyway, um, no, it's still not coming through. God damn it! <laughs> Technical <laughs> issues abound. So you met her when she came into Moab, and then you just got a hankering to go over to Turkey and and 
did you guys marry over there or did you marry here? Yeah, we married over there. Oh, that's cool. So like it, so people think when you bring somebody here and you get married here, they are good to go, you know, just fill out some paperwork and whatever. Nope. And you're done and they're in and they're not. No. What has to happen is when you get married here, they go back until you fill out enough paperwork and give the government enough money, then they let you come back. <laughs> That's fucked up. So we've been doing this for almost a year now. Yeah, is there a date? Paperwork, when, money. Say that again? Is there going to be? Do you think there's a date forthcoming where she might be able to come over to America again? Or is it like still like a long away promise kind of thing, seeming like? I mean, have they, have they given you a firm date of when your wife is going to be able to actually join you here in the US, in the United um, States, or within the next two months? Oh, that's that's not terrible, Ben. But still, it's been a long fucking yeah. time. So, okay, so we lost Anthony. I would blame the Jeeps and everybody doing the Jeep Safari down there, and all those assholes on their cell phones and uploading their videos of them getting stuck in whatever. Whatever fun little situations they put themselves in. Yay, good job, guys. Uh, but we lost him mainly because, you know, I couldn't handle and in, in good conscience give you guys that kind of audio for the rest of the show. Yeah, it was the Yalkata Jeep goers blowing up his internet. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, I, I, I don't think, I'm not the person that's like snobby about the kind of thing, but like when someone starts sitting hard, I can't put that out in the public. I just cannot fucking do that. It's just wrong. You can't do that. So we'll get him on for another episode, probably when he actually gets a dedicated mic and all that fun stuff out there. So um, we were talking about his show, so we're not going to really do that anymore. I mean, because he's not here to defend himself. So we could kick him a couple of times while he's down if you guys really wanted to. I mean, he's he's a, ni- he's a nice enough guy. I mean, he was good on the show. Nah. Uh, so I'm just going to go ahead and move. we're going to move into our highs and lows for the week and then call it good because I think – that's about the best we're going to get out of this Christy episode of, you know, it's been <laughs> raised from the dead at least four times here. Technical issues. It's so much fun. So uh, anybody want to go first for their highs and lows for the week or should I just go ahead? Um, oh, you you can go ahead. Okay. So hang on, let me scroll down to my notes a little bit because I can't remember what I wrote down. Uh, <laughs> hang on. Shit. So my highs and lows for the week. Uh, last night, as I got home from work and I was sitting on the, the sitting on the couch watching another episode of Daredevil on my iPhone because I'm an adult. Um, uh, I got a I got ringed up by the the guys over at Geek Dad Report, another pot hell show, and they were celebrating their 50th episode last night. And so it was like 12:30 when they got in touch with me and they said, "Hey, come on the show," and I get on the show and both of them are drunk as shit at like one o'clock in the morning and like I'm the only stone sober guy in the room like trying to podcast two guys that are really drunk and one of them's trying he's he's a really good host and he still is even when he's not in the right frame of mind but he's just like (laughs) it's so funny to see people just like going around the bend about stuff like okay we're gonna go ahead and keep on topic about this one thing and so hey Chris what do you think about this thing and it's just like wait you just told me not to talk about this anymore <laughs> uh, but this is the literally was one of the only the only times that I've been like the sober man on the podcast I mean I am a lot nowadays <laughs> on this one because I I just can't justify the, the calories from the beer. But, uh, but these two guys like they were showing me like hey look I finished up like half of a fifth and I'm like that's all <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. Um, 
and I told them the wonderful story on on their show about uh, making white trash Russians and which is uh, YooHoo and, and whipped vodka. Mm-hmm. No, don't do it, guys. It's bad. It's real bad. <laughs> that was terrible. So, and to double up on the good news, uh, as it sometimes happens, uh, I've reached out to some big names in the atheist podcasting world and hope to have good news for you guys soon. I don't have anybody firm yet. So, but the with the also when I was talking to the guys last night. Uh, one Kyle and I used to do a show, and we we talked about it all yeah. the time on here, where it was called the Red Light Roundtable. I probably mm-hmm. can't find very many copies of episodes out there. I know they exist on some on YouTube, so you can go look there. But uh, a couple of people have approached me this week saying, "Hey, how come you guys haven't done an episode in a long time? Are you guys ever going to bring it back? Are you gonna you gonna try to talk about this and everything else?" I'm like, you know, that would be kind of fun to bring everybody back on the panel because. <laughs> That show was had started like in two thousand oh man, two thousand seven, I or no, two thousand eight. And yeah, it went yeah. for like four and a half years we did the show. We were like hundred and fifty episodes in. I mean and it went <laughs> past me having all three of my kids and like it was there was a lot of history there because a lot of people were having kids. We went through panels here, came got new ones there, replaced ones there. Went to a lot of local Utah ones and everything, and then I found a bunch of other people. So, I mean, it was a real a real historic thing kind of the show. And so I want to bring everybody together because apparently a couple of them have had multiple kids. One of them that I thought was going to be the forever alone anime hug pillow kind of guys. <laughs> I, I never thought this would happen to him, but he, like, lost a lot of weight and got married. And I'm like, whoa. He's into fitness and everything, and he does outdoorsy stuff. I'm like, you're not the same man. You, you're you the mm-hmm. guy that used to be able to sing verbatim, like, opening songs from anime credits and stuff. So, oh, so He uh, still can. Yeah, I'm sure he still can. I bet we'd have a great time up in up in Seattle when we go to visit. Actually, no, he lives in Oregon. <laughs> I forget about that. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm going to be working on producing a, an episode of that here coming up pretty soon. So expect to see Kyle and this, especially me. And we'll, I'll probably put it on this channel because I don't know of a better wide distribution for everybody to get mm-hmm. it. And if it if it does well enough, maybe we'll consider making it a more permanent thing. I don't know, because <laughs> for the last like last five, it was like me and Kyle and like anybody that we could drag into it because nobody had time for yeah. it. So, so I'm pretty stoked because that gives me something to look forward to. Uh, that's that's it for me, really. I had a lot of good things. I I can't think of anything real negative that happened this week. I mean, besides bullshit at work. But you guys don't want to hear about that stuff. I mean, no, no, we don't. <sighs> Because you deal with enough of it yourself there. Yes, I do. Yeah. So that leaves you, Kyle, or leaves you, Landon. What do you want to talk about? Oh, so. Uh, oh, you got I've some had highs an interesting week. weekend. Yeah. I've had some highs from the week. Uh, so I, I got to meet somebody on Thursday. Uh, kind of a cool experience. I got to I, I got to meet Buzz Aldrin. Yay. Whoa. Yeah. He's. He's a pretty cool guy. He really is. Uh, the moon is cool. So, <laughs> so he him. says. According to him, the moon is pretty cool. Uh, he's yeah. He's a really. He's still he's still spry. all there. Yeah, he's all there. He's still he's still pretty spry. Uh, no, he's he's Wait. a really he's a really interesting guy. Hasn't he turned into like UFO UFO guy a little bit though in the last? No. Buzz? No, no. I'm trying to think no. who has that. Who's been doing that? Because there's some nasty people that went off know. the fucking deep end. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah they they have. No, he's he's real big on the. Uh, we need to uh, get our ass moving towards getting 
getting manned missions to Mars. And yeah, we need a colony. <laughs> get, we need to get back. We need to get back to doing that. Because uh, why not? <laughs> yeah, because one, one global disastrous mm-hmm. event and Earth is fucked. <laughs> yeah. It's not I, like we're all going to so, pack up and move to Mars like next week or anything like that. But, you know, at, no. least, at least have a viable community that could get back to Earth if they could, you know. It's something that, yeah, <laughs> it's it's something that needs to be actively in progress. We need to be working on it, uh, which is really what he's he's pushing for. If we don't, if we give up on it, if we say it's not going to happen or it's too hard, that's that's when things start to stagnate. Uh, so yeah, pale, he's pale blue dot thing. You don't want to be just yeah. the one dot. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, so that was that was really that was really cool. Um, I mean, it was really a brief, a brief interaction because, uh, of course, he was swamped at the at that press conference. Oh, I can imagine. Absolutely swamped. But I, I did get to meet. Uh, uh, I did also get to uh, have another conversation with uh, Sylvester McCoy. Oh, hey, one who's ama- an amazingly cool guy. He really is. Uh, he remembered me from years ago when we met. That's amazing. Which was, that was it, at, yeah, um, That was with the competition con that was in, at the time, wasn't yes, it? Yes, yes, that was with the the fantasy con, fantasy which con may, may or may not still be a thing. I don't know. We don't. We, we had things <laughs> planned with him, and I don't know if that's ever going to come to fruition. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're not sure. We can hope so. We can we can hope that's going to still be around, but that's yeah. another that's another topic. <laughs> that's another topic for a different kind of podcast. So, yes, it is. Yeah, uh, yeah I got I had I had a nice conversation with with him. Uh, and then I I got to have another conversation with uh, uh, Katie Cook, comic book author. Yeah, uh, she does the right now. She's she's most well known for doing the My Little Pony comic books, uh, which my which are good. daughter <laughs> loves. They're good. They're good books. Yes, and my daughter absolutely loves them. Uh, so I had a nice conversation with her, and I said, "Okay, I'm going to bring my daughter tomorrow." Because this was this was Thursday, so I'm going to bring my daughter tomorrow. Uh, she's going to come. She's going to be thrilled to meet you. But she is going to freeze. <laughs> she's she's going to get like high, and that's it. She's just going to like stand there staring at you. <laughs> Not going to know how to handle it. Yeah. So so I get we we get there and introduce my daughter. Humana, hi. Humana, humana. <laughs> I'm like okay. Say hi. My name is. Uh, 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 Dad, I can't do this. <laughs> like, you take your comic book and you say, "I like this." <laughs> Will you put your name on it, please? <laughs> uh, you know, for, fortunately, she was a really, really good sport about it. Most of uh, people so are really she, she good with just, kids, you know. You no, know, she yeah, she was just laughing, signed the book while we were talking, and. Who puts out My Little Pony? Is that Boom or is that... Um... It's IDW. Oh, okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. They do a lot of comic property. I mean, uh, cartoon properties. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, uh, we talked. I talked about it a bit at the top of the show. Talked, had a nice conversation with Chad Harding. Chad Harding's a great guy. I love that man. He's, a, he's, he's an absolute great guy. He got an, a, a, a kick out of... Uh, my daughter did her... Uh, Utah County projects mm-hmm. where they all have to pick a county and she got assigned Iron County, which yeah. is where Chad is currently living. 
So she got to do her Harley Quinn. <laughs> so she put a little Harley Quinn in her in her little diorama mm-hmm. of of this of this very rural county that includes lots of monuments and wild horses. And right in the middle is and a particularly bald and goateed comic book <laughs> artist that does CrossFit. <laughs> yes. Yes. Did she dedicate no. a space for the uh, Mountain Meadow Massacre monument? <laughs> she should have. No, we decided to gl- we decided to gloss over that one. Oh, she's uh, like the Mormons. Hey, you're just <laughs> bad. We, yeah, we thought that was that would be a little too dark. Um, but you know, if we had put that, we'd put Harley right on top of that one. <laughs> but no, he got a, he got a, a real a real kick out of that. And of course, when I brought her over and said, "Look at what she did," it's like, "Hi." <laughs> and Chad's got a boisterous fucking laugh. Man. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he he was he was laughing. He thought that was hilarious. Here, you, have a you sketchbook. Think, you think Ghost <laughs> of a Christmas Present, and he he fits that role. Like he's joyful. Mm. Like the guy is just happy to be alive. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, abs- especially abs- doing what he loves, which is art. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm glad to see him doing really fucking good with DC because I remember when he was getting started with Boom and he was doing like the Traveler and he was doing covers and he was doing mm-hmm. some of the artwork for the Farscape comics that were out there. Right. Read every fucking one of them because I love the guy's artwork. <laughs> but yeah, so well, that sounds like a really good week, man. Do you have any? Pre- did, yeah. Did you have a low at any point? I um, bet you it's coming with your Concrud that you're gonna get. Oh, I'm I'm sure I'm sure I'm sure my lows are are going to be coming tomorrow. Uh, at this point, you know that that pa- that panel was is my low point, and that was still pretty good. Yeah, but it was you know it it was I can blame the audience, not entirely. No, I really can't do it. <laughs> no, do it, I can't. Bl- I can't it. blame. I. I could blame like two or three people in the audience that decided to, instead of actually asking a question, start going on their own rambly tangents that yeah. just sidelined everybody up there going, uh, okay. Okay, we don't know how to <laughs> move on from this. <laughs> okay, we're going to go ahead and just interrupt you and say what we think we're, you're trying to say. Uh yeah, it's it's been a pretty it's been a pretty solid week. That's good. No no real low points. So other than being tired. Yeah. And that's what you are now. But we're almost done, so yeah. yay. <laughs> so Landon, what about you, man? You had a high point, low point for the week or anything you want to share with somebody or Um Yeah. I guess a you know high how the point show goes. Would, <laughs> yeah. Uh <laughs> uh high point would probably be um as I was heading on Tuesday to go caucus yeah, and seeing the traffic and they oh, had to park almost a shit. mile, had to park about a mile away from my caucusing location because there was no parking and then walk <laughs> in. And I even went a little early. So I got there right around six and still had to wait in line for two hours. And Jesus, man, that was a high point because I was excited to see the high turnout. Yeah. The low point was the next day when I read an article about basically the Republicans in Utah suppressing the votes for Democrats here by switching things up to where that really shouldn't have happened. Like, uh, they should have had like three different funding. Yeah, they should Mm -hmm. have had like three different places 
for the caucus to go on. It should have been, it shouldn't have even been a caucus. It should have been an all day vote. So more people could have participated. Like they me. shortened it down to, to a two hour window and you had to stand in ridiculously long lines and, and it had to be funded by the party itself, not by and the yeah, state. more than half of the people that showed up at the Kaysville location were given provisional ballots because they ran out of real ballots. <laughs> oh man. Which those are a lot, you know, time more time consuming to count and mm. a lot of them get rejected. I uh I really enjoyed the fact that the the petition to have the uh, what happened in Arizona looked at a lot closer went through. But yeah, you know, it's our, very our, similar to what happened here, but we still we powered up, through. I guess. You know? Yeah, yeah, because it, it came out to eighty percent Bernie and twenty percent to Hillary, and like a huge jump in number for Cruz and everything, which doesn't really mean a whole lot because it's just a. Since it was just a caucus, it wasn't actually a primary or anything like that. So mm-hmm. they right. could the really... primaries are still to come, but we yeah. basically picked who the reps are supposed to be represented. So, supposed to. Mm-hmm. That's the important supposed part to. There. Yes. Because a lot of the super delegates in the state uh, are hemming and hawing about who they're going to support. And it seems like they're going to push for Hillary instead of Bernie, even though the mandate, the fucking mandate of the people of Utah said Bernie. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think in one way it is a good sign because there was such a huge turnout of younger new voters mm-hmm. that hopefully come November we can make Utah a little more blue because there's a lot of seats coming up for re-election, including yeah. governor. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, sorry. Got that on camera, too. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's the most beautiful, beautiful. thing I've ever seen. Uh, that's a good one. So we're going to go ahead and, uh, call it it for the, for the rest of this week. Uh, we're off to go record the Utah outcast secret, secret patron show for all of our patrons out there. Most especially Robert, who continues to dominate the Patreon leaderboard. Uh, if you'd like to join us on the other side and try to knock him off his hill, go to patreoncom slash Utah outcast, select the level you'd like to support the show at. We have many, many rewards for those that do so, including merchandise ranging from stickers to shirts, and even shot glasses. So thanks to Kyle. Thanks to Landon for joining me this week. And a special heartfelt thanks goes to Anthony, even though he's not here to hear it, for coming on the show this week. So your outcast will catch you again next week with a brand new stinking fucking episode. But until then, you're welcome. Good night, everybody. Oh, yeah. and bonui. Bonui. You got anything you want to say, Landon? Good night. See ya. Fuck off. <laughs> Keep listening. Thank you. Yay. That's a good one.
you see what happened at the Bernie Sanders rally today in Portland? Oh, uh-uh. the, oh, the, the bird. bird. <laughs> they put a bird on it. Oh, God, that would happen, have to happen in Portland. <laughs> Portlandia. <laughs> the crowd reaction was touching. They went crazy over it. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been nearly as good if, if they hadn't have caught his reaction. Yeah, <laughs> the way he reacted was just great. Like, hey, look, it's a fucking bird. <laughs> look, <laughs> what the fuck's this bird? Look, it's a fucking bird. It's a bird. It's a bird. The fuck's this bird doing here? Hey, hey guys, he's like looking around. Hey, look at that. It's a bird. <laughs> He's just sitting there. Motherfucking bird. <laughs> hey, bird. What's up, bird? See, but if I'm not mistaken, that was an indoor arena. So that bird's most likely going to die. <laughs> I can't get out. I'm stuck. Could like fly into a wall and break its own neck. I'd probably starve to death before that. <laughs> That's what it's doing. Look, everyone's looking at you. You've got to be in charge. Get me out of here. <laughs> Bernie, Bernie. <laughs> 150 years of breakthroughs, milestones, and triumphs. 150 years of Children's National Hospital. 150 years of generous community support. You can give kids a future where they get freckles instead of chemotherapy and paper cuts instead of surgery. Children's National Hospital. 150 years stronger with your help. Please give today. Visit childrensnational.org slash 150 years. That's childrensnational.org slash 150 years. For confidence in your financial plan, look for a CFP professional. When your financial advisor earns the CFP certification, it means he or she is trained to provide ethical financial planning across a holistic range of topics, from retirement and investing to taxes and estate planning, all in your best interest. So with a CFP professional, you'll feel confident in your financial plan today and tomorrow. Three letters do make a difference. Visit letsmakeaplan.org to find your CFP professional.